Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing on in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 13. And if you remember, Jesus is answering a question that four of his disciples had asked him. They said, hey, uh, Jesus, tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign when all these things are going to be fulfilled? Or when are these things going to occur? What's going to be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age, as Matthew gives the account? And then Jesus gives them some directed commandments and then explains some things. He says, see to it that no one misleads you. Remember that. Because there's going to be people that will try to mislead you. There's going to be false Christ, false prophets. He says, see to it that you're not frightened because there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. There's going to be earthquakes. There's going to be ethnic uprising. There's going to be uh, uh, rumors of nations fighting each other. He says, these are merely the beginning of birth pains. So see to it that you're not misled. See to it that you're not frightened. See to it that you be on your guard. Be on your guard. Well, be on your guard for what? Well, he gives the example that they're going to deliver you. Those who are believers, they're going to deliver you up to religious courts and tribunals, and they're going to deliver you up to political courts and tribunals. He says, but understand this, that when this happens, it's going to give you an opportunity to proclaim the gospel, and the Spirit will give you what to say. But no, it's going to be intense because brothers going to betray brother, mother, parents will betray children, children will betray parents. And then he said this, when you see the abomination of desolation, and then Matthew said, it's spoken of by the prophet Daniel. In other words, Daniel speaks to this, so you have to go read Daniel to see what he says. And he tells those in Judea to flee. Why? Because there's going to be a time of tribulation unlike anything before. And as a matter of fact, it's going to be so bad, it's unlike anything that's happened before, anything that's going to happen afterwards. And if the Lord hadn't shortened those days, even the elect, if possible, would have uh, be de- will be deceived. But it's not possible, so they won't be. Then the last thing we saw, in verse 23, Jesus gave another command, instruction. <laughs> Take heed. Behold, I told you everything in advance. Jesus has told us everything we need to know in advance. And it's one of the reasons that I reiterate these passages over and over, really through the months and through the years. Because we're even in the season right now where people are going, oh, everything's being fulfilled that you see in Ezekiel, that you see in, in, in the Olivet Discourse, that you see in Matthew. Well, there's elements and things that are happening. Yeah, there's wars and rumors of wars, that kind of stuff. But for the most part, people do not know what the Word of God says. A man, they, they write books about it. They crank out the books, and the books look slick, and they sound slick, but it's not what the Scripture says. You really must delve into the Scripture. So we're going to press on with at least one more verse or part of a verse. Well, two verses a day. Mark 13, 24 and 25. Listen to this. Jesus is still speaking. He had just said, take heed. Behold, I have told you everything. But, Jesus says, but in those days after that tribulation, in the days of the great tribulation, and the phraseology is after that tribulation. So let me just tell you from the, uh, the first of things right here. Then when you look at the entire scripture, what Jesus is saying here is you're going to have this great tribulation, and then there's something that's going to truncate that tribulation. That's what he just said a while ago. It's cut short, right? He says when it is cut short, in other words, after that tribulation, when it's cut short, there's something that cuts it short. He's going to tell us right here. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, 
and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers that are in the heavens will be shaken. Folks, this is really, really important. The part right here where he says the sun will be dark and then the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from heaven, that's all quotes, references, inferences, allusions from the Old Testament. There's several passages. So let me just tell you right here from the very beginning again, this is the sign that you're looking for. Remember, that's what the disciples would ask. What's going to be the sign of your coming again when all this is done? How will we know that you're coming right now and that we've reached the end of this? It's when the sun, moon, and stars go dark. It's when they go dark. Now, a lot of times people have a hard time with this because of this. Now, hear me very carefully today, okay? I'm going to say more than I'm going to say. <laughs> and I'm not going to get into detail over stuff. You can do your own research. If you've got questions, we can chase questions uh, privately, things like that, okay? But it says the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from the heaven. Listen what this is coming out of. Out of Isaiah 13.10 says this, For the stars of heaven and their constellations will not flash forth their light. The sun will be dark when it rises and the moon will not shed its light. Hmm, that's interesting. This passage from Ezekiel 32.7. And when I extinguish you, I will cover the heavens and darken their stars. I will cover the sun with the cloud, and the moon will not give its light. Then there's uh, three passages from Joel, chapter 2 and 3. Joel 2.10 says this, Before them the earth quakes, the heavens tremble, the sun and the moon grow dark, and the stars lose their brightness. Then Joel 2.31, The sun will be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood before for the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. That right there is the key one. See, the sun is going to turn dark. The moon will turn into blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord. Because what happens, the great tribulation comes. The great tribulation is stopped, is cut off in relationship to those who are believers, the body of Christ. What stops it? I believe it's when the church is raptured out. The rapture, the day of the rapture, is what initiates the day of the Lord. And the day of the Lord is God's wrath being poured forth upon unbelieving mankind and Satan and all his minions. Joel 3.15 says this, The sun and the moon grow dark and the stars lose their brightness. And then in uh, well, Revelation 6 says this, I looked, when he broke the sixth seal, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth made of hair, and the whole moon became blood. So Revelation tells us when that happened, it's with the breaking of the sixth seal. It's very clear when you start looking at it this way. Now, a lot of times people say, well, how can, that, you know, how can the sun go dark? How can the moon not give its light? And notice that the sun is darkened and the moon not gives its light, as if the moon has its own light. Here's where we run into a lot of problems. The cosmology of the day, we think we understand what the sun's all about. We think we understand what the moon's all about. We think we understand what the stars are all about. What if we were wrong? What if we're incorrect? And I will tell you that we are wrong and we are incorrect. 
and what you have been taught. And what I was taught, I was a science major. I was a chemistry major in college, okay? And so I had all this science. I had tons and tons and tons of science, biology, science, math, I mean, all that kind of stuff, and your chemistry, physics, I mean, all that stuff. And it's great and it's wonderful. A lot of it is wrong, <laughs> wrong. And you say, how can it be wrong? Scientists say, well, right there is your answer, okay? <laughs> But anyway, what if what we think our understanding about the sun, moon, and stars were incorrect? The, the scripture actually becomes even understandable and plausible in, our, in what we can understand if we realize, wait a minute, what, I, what Heiser says. You know, what I think I know may not be so. <laughs> I may be a little wrong in this, okay? But Jesus is telling us something. This great tribulation is going to be unlike anything before. It is all of a sudden going to be stopped, stopped related to the church. And the sun and the moon and stars will give us light. And the stars will be falling. Why will the tribulation stop? Well, the Lord is coming, but he hadn't quite come yet. The church is being raptured, yeah. But what's going to happen when the entire earth goes dark at the same time? Revelation actually tells us some of the things, particularly how the uh, leaders and the elite will react. They're going to hide themselves in mountains and call upon the mountains to fall upon them and to keep them away from the Lamb and He who sits on the throne. It's in Revelation 6, I think, where you can see that. Well, anyway, my time's up. But consider these things. There's a lot right here for us, folks, that will set us free. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you there. Goodbye.